I'm going to be real with you. And you should be real with you. You probably don't love your nine to five, right? And I got the solution for you. The Cat Credit Retire Your 9 to 5 Mentorship. I created this mentorship program for people that want to buy back their time. People that's already making money in their 9 to 5. I was literally making six figures in my 9 to 5 before I left. So if you're not even making six figures at your 9 to 5, you definitely need to tap in. You got to look at it as how much is it costing me to continue not knowing what I don't know? How much is it costing me to continue not getting into mentorship and running and automating a credit repair business that'll generate me anywhere from five to 10K a month, even more if I take action? So really understand that. You got to look at it. Don't be selfish about your family, right? Your family's really depending on you to be able to get to the next level. If you want to tap in, text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741. Mentorship to 914-353-4741. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with beneficial information to change your situation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, give you that consumer law education, and just help you get to the next level. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to a new episode of the CAT Podcast, Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast. Hopefully y'all blessed. Hopefully y'all amazing. Hopefully y'all great. We're doing a solo episode today. I missed y'all. It's been a minute. I know y'all missed me in these solo episodes. I'm gonna speak for y'all for once. <laughs> you know what I'm playing? But yeah, hopefully y'all doing good. We're gonna get into the updates and then we're gonna get straight into the game, the sauce. Everything y'all need to make more money, all value, everything. All right, listen. So number one, we're in the second half of 2023. So first and foremost, you know, I just want to thank God for allowing all of us to be able to reach where we've reached so far. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, July 2nd. So we're officially in the second half of 2023. I know some people, this is just, this is just a random aside. I know some people be messing up because they be like, as soon as we get to the month of June, they're like, oh, we're halfway through the year. But the thing is, you got to, you got to finish June to complete Six months and then, you know, the second half is the second half of the year. So we're officially in the second half of the year. So from July all the way up until December 31st, right? So make sure y'all taking action. Make sure everything is on point. Make sure your credit is on point. Credit takes time. So make sure you do what you need to do to get to the next level. Go grab the $27 DIY recession repair remedy. It's $27 right now as I'm recording it. It's actually a $300 course, but I don't know if the price is going to change. But I'm letting y'all know. Go grab it right now while it's very, very affordable. When we create when we create these things, I, meet, I met with my team multiple times on multiple occasions. We were like, okay, a lot of people been asking about, like, do we have a DIY credit course, credit repair course, you know what I'm saying, that kind of thing. But the thing was we, we just had, like, the... FCRA and FDCPA literacy courses. And then we had a manufactured spending course. But the thing with how we did our approach, we did it kind of indirectly because with the FCRA, it's so powerful because if you understand FCRA, you understand FDCPA. Now you understand how to go and, you know, go and get those deletions. So it was kind of like an intermediate course, but now this DIY recession repair remedy, it's more so on giving y'all 
the more elementary information, like, okay, this is where you pull your credit report, you know, that kind of thing. But not that's not to say it doesn't have sauce. It has the word remedy in it. So we give you information on getting your remedy. Remedy, monetary compensation, or just positioning yourself to where you have a claim, where relief can be granted to where you're able to, you know, get those deletions. Most cases we see, these matters tend to be settled outside of court. My mentees, they got all the sauce on, you know, updated litigation, stuff like that that we're doing. So if you're not in my mentorship program, you know, that's your loss, but you can get tapped in, right, before it gets higher. So keep that in mind. If you want to do a one-on-one consultation with me, I, I made a post on my IG story. I think I spoke about it already, but basically, currently, as I'm recording this, if you want an hour of my time, it's going to be at the, only $1,000. A lot of people that aren't adding value to anybody in life, they're going to be like, oh, that's too much, you know, this, that, and the third. You got to get your value up. And that's all I got to say to that. So if you want to get tapped into what we got going on, tap in now is what I'm saying. Because the mentorship is only going to go up. One-on-one consultations are only going to go up. If you discover me like super late or, you know, you just decide to procrastinate, you just got to you just gotta pay the cost, you know, to, to play the game. So, yeah, let's make sure the second half of 2023 is the best. Uh, about to have a mastermind with my mentees on Wednesday. We're about to mastermind. We do monthly masterminds just to help them get to the next level. So, yeah, shout out to my mentees. Update as well. So, you see we're doing a solo episode right now. We've been doing interviews. So, shout out to all the interviews we've been doing. And I just want to say, you know, I spoke about it on a Wednesday episode, actually, I, I believe. So, doing these interviews is not easy. I'm, I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to do interviews or anything, but... The thing about the interviews, this is what y'all got to understand. The thing about the interviews, majority of the people that I'm having on these interviews are people that are busy like me, right? So even though I'm busy, I'll go out of my way to make time for it. But sometimes too, what you got to understand is that my my team is sending me a lot of these people. So majority of these people, I don't, I don't even know like that, right? So obviously... If that relationship isn't built already or we ain't been following each other for a minute, it's gonna be it's gonna be flakes, you know, that that's happening, things like that. But the smart people that, you know, we actually are able to work things out, they understand the exposure, they understand, you know, the importance of getting in front of a new audience, you know, that kind of thing. That's not to say that the other people that haven't been on it yet aren't smart. I'm just saying, like, I want y'all to understand what goes into it. It's a lot that goes into these interviews. Y'all just see the finished product. Before we even get into an interview, doing all this communication, you know, things like that. People got their own stuff that they're busy. And then the simple fact of the matter is if it's like a cold approach, which is a lot of them is a cold approach, it's more likely for it to be delayed, if that makes sense. So given that, and then given that, even even once we record it, you know, doing all the editing, making sure we make the person that's being interviewed look good, all of that. All of that takes time as well. So I say that to say there's a lot that goes into these interviews and we're going to we're gonna air them out as we can. But the direction of the podcast, kind of like what I told you on Wednesday, we're focusing more on YouTube. So we're going back to one episode a week because growth is fine. You know, growing pains if you go listen to the last episode. But I say that to say, 
you're going to get solo episodes from me. I know some of y'all may love that. Some of y'all may hate that. Like, oh, damn, I don't want to hear no solo episode from him. Not a numbers show. Y'all love the solo episodes. I ain't even going to hold y'all. But yeah, we're going we gonna to go back to that format. And it's going to be one episode a week. Like I said, we're going to focus more on YouTube because we just got monetized. So I, I think I announced that on the Wednesday episode as well. So we just got monetized. So shout out to God. Shout out to those of y'all that's on YouTube watching us. At the point I'm recording this, I believe we have 3,800 subscribers. So go ahead and subscribe over there. Get us to 4,000. And, you know, let's go and do more. So as far as as far as the last update, so I have an update. I have a story time. It's a little quick story time. So I have a story time. And this story time that I want to tell y'all is about a crazy woman that we encountered in business. I had to take a sip of my tea real quick. But, okay, so story time about this crazy woman. So this crazy woman is actually a subscriber to my YouTube channel. And I want to just give y'all a little bit of what happened without giving too much. So let me say this. So we put out YouTube videos, and a lot of people that watch these YouTube videos, you know, they need their credit fixed. So they're going to hit us up. They're going to be like, okay, you know, can you help me fix my credit? That kind of thing. And majority of the time when they book a call is going to be with someone on my team because I'm busy behind the scenes working on bringing more awareness to the business, right? I'm a boss. I'm the CEO of the company. So I have to do what I need to do to continue to bring in new leads so that my people have stuff that they that they can do, you know? So this lady, she booked a call. This has been the duration over a minute. So I don't even know when she first contacted us. Maybe it was like back in February or January. So she basically booked a call. You know, that was cool. And then based off of the notes that we have on her, she's been a multiple occurrence person. But every time that she was about to book or every time that she was about to basically move forward with, uh, you know, credit repair services, it would be one thing or other. It would be like, oh, is there a discount going on? Is there a sale going on? You know, that kind of thing. And me personally, if it was me taking these, because I, I didn't take any of these calls. If it was me taking any of these calls, I would have already marked like, okay, this person X'd out. Don't even let them book a call no more. But it slipped through. It slipped through me because I wasn't the one taking a call. So it was, it was different people on my team taking the calls. So fast forward to now. It's pretty recently. She basically was saying like, Oh, I really love your YouTube channel. I love XYZ. I did XYZ and it got rid of XYZ. So she did she did something and got results. But then she was like, oh, I just don't have time. I just want you to fix my credit. So she's sending that to our community number. And I believe that based off of how she was saying, I think she was she thought she was talking to me. But the thing is, our community number is a number that my team uses. So Whenever there's something that I need to know about, then they're going to relay it to me. But I don't monitor that inbox. So she was just speaking about that. She was saying, oh, I want you to fix my credit. And she was saying, I want to speak to you specifically. Like she was saying that she wanted to speak to me specifically. Going back to what I said. Unless you're lucky, if I just randomly tell my team, give me one of the calls for today, it doesn't work like that unless you book a call, unless you purchase a call, right? You have to invest in yourself if you want to, if you want to personally get me. So fast forward, it got to the point, she booked a call again. She hopped on a call with someone on my team. And then she just like, 
she's basically just wasting time. Like, she's not ready to move forward. And then she just kept contacting us, contacting us, saying, that, oh, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. And we just were just like, like, this is low-key stressful. So it got to the point we had to tell her to cease and desist from contacting us. This is not the first person that this has occurred with, by the way. So we had to tell her to stop contacting us. And then she said, what did she say? What was her last response? Someone on my team told me that she said that she said that she still looks forward to watching our YouTube videos and she wants us to fix her credit. But she said that she respects our wishes or so it was it was some it was like a Harry Potter novel response. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I say that to say shout out to her. Right. I say that to say. I dropped a video where I told people, like, don't pay no one to fix your credit. I dropped a YouTube video where I said that. And someone had made a comment on that video, too, saying that, oh, I know you're saying, you know, you encourage people to fix their credit themselves. But some people don't believe in themselves. Some people won't want to fix their credit themselves. And I understand that. That was the point of me dropping a video. The point of me dropping a video is letting y'all know it's people out here that will stalk you, that will want you to fix their credit. No matter what information you put out there, <laughs> we we telling y'all, y'all can get the sauce for $27, a DIY recession repair remedy, right? Y'all can get the sauce. Fix it yourself. I went on video. I told the, I looked at the camera in the face. I said, do not pay someone to fix your credit. Go fix it yourself. People still booking calls with us. People still harassing us, saying, oh, I want you to fix my credit. I want Michael to fix my credit. I want to speak to Michael. I want an XYZ, right? And this particular woman, she watched that video. I believe, based off of our notes, I think our initial call with her, it might have been that video. No, it wasn't that video. That was a recent video. I think it was the best credit repair company video that I dropped. I don't even remember what particular video, but it was one of our more popular videos that she found where I was talking about how you could fix it yourself. She said that she already got success doing what I said, but she said, I want Michael to fix my credit. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to say, even though like she was harassing us multiple times, you know, trying to get us to fix her credit for whatever reason, trying to get to me. Shout out to her. Like I said, I say that to say, I encourage y'all, if y'all not fixing people's credit now, it's definitely a high income skill you can make a lot of money from. It's a high income skill you can make a lot of money from. You're going to get to the point where you got to tell people to cease and desist from contacting you. That's how crazy this could be. So think about it. If you're not fixing someone's credit right now and you listening to all damn near 200 episodes that we don't put out. You selfish. You hate money. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about you, because it's like if you got access to information and you know it's going to bless those around you and you're not doing nothing with it, you're literally selfish. I don't know what, I don't know how else to describe it. If you can't, if you can't mentally process that, then you're going to, then you're most likely going to be working at nine to five for the rest of your life if you're working at nine to five. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just say that. But yeah. So I say that to say, let's get straight into the episode. I'm going to be real with you and you should be real with you. You probably don't love your nine to five. 
right? And I got the solution for you. The Cat Credit Retire Your 9 to 5 Mentorship. I created this mentorship program for people that want to buy back their time. People that's already making money in their 9 to 5. I was literally making six figures in my 9 to 5 before I left. So if you're not even making six figures at your 9 to 5, you definitely need to tap in. You got to look at it as how much is it costing me to continue not knowing what I don't know? How much is it costing me to continue not getting into mentorship and running and automating a credit repair business that'll generate me anywhere from five to 10K a month, even more if I take action? So really understand that. You got to look at it. Don't be selfish about your family, right? Your family's really depending on you to be able to get to the next level. If you want to tap in, text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741. Mentorship to 914-353-4741. Enjoy the episode. All right, let's get straight into the episode. We're going to talk about content, right? Because content leads to coins. Content leads to money. And I'm willing to bet 99% of y'all that's listening to this don't, not even creating content consistently. Even if you're creating content, you're not doing it consistently. And when I say content, we could talk about written. We could talk about, you know, uh, video. Video has the highest conversion. Most of y'all are not making video content. Which is which? Which lets me know most of y'all not really making money like that. As far as your credit repair business, it could be any business as well, but specifically credit repair business owners. We gonna talk about content because this is one of the main reasons why y'all not making money like that. And sometimes we just gotta be you know straight up with it. So I gotta you know let y'all know what it is. This is one of the main. Re- this is gonna be one of the main reasons why y'all not making not making as much money as you can be within your credit repair business. So. With our mentorship program, we speak about the fact that we help people scale past a 5 to 10K a month mark. If they follow instructions, the simple fact of the matter is most people, when they invest in something, they think that them making an investment is them taking action. That's not the case. You still have to put action into what you're doing with the information. So anybody that listens to that listens to what I say and they do it, over time they're going to you know, see the results. So what took for us to scale past that five to 10k a month mark was it may be different for you because every business is different maybe you need to bring in more done for you credit repair clients maybe you need to do more digital products maybe you need to add more offers maybe you need to sell more courses you know you know it could be different things maybe you need to do more funding but the foundation is going to be content because that leads to client attraction as you get more clients I don't care if you're doing digital products. I don't care if you're doing dumb for your credit repair services. You need people to, you know, purchase your services. Content is a way to get that done, whether it's organic or if you're running ads, right? We can get into the complexities of ads, but we're not even going to get it. We're not even going to go that deep. You don't need to run ads to make 5 to 10K a month, right? We're going to start small for y'all, right? Because I know majority of y'all are not making that money with your credit repair business. If y'all were then you wouldn't be listening to our podcast. No, I'm playing. But all right, listen. So content, 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 content. So I need y'all to understand that there's there's a lot of different types of content, but we're going to focus on three types of content. So we're going to focus on solution-based content. We're going to focus on awareness-based content. And we're going to focus on something I've spoke out about, objection-based content. So I want to break down the different types of content. And when I break it down and when you understand it, even if you don't understand how you're going to make more money, I'm letting you know now, if you implement, 
you're literally going to make more money because you're going to start attracting people, new people. They might be confused as to why they're even attracted to you. We have people on our YouTube, a lot of people on YouTube, right? They're, they'll book a call and they'll be like, oh, I don't know. It was something different about you. I've gotten scammed before. Part of that, I, I mean, honestly, is, you know, me moving with integrity. But part of it, too, is me understanding the different types of content and how to actually execute it. When you understand it, I'm telling you, you're going to make more money. It doesn't matter if you're making 100K a month, if you're making 1K a month, no matter what level you're at, there's always more that you could go up. So if you don't understand these different types of content and you're not intentional about creating these different types of content and understanding the pros and cons between uh, creating these different types of content, then take notes. Once you understand it, I'm letting you know now. If you implement, you're going to make more money. And then if you want to thank me later and come back and let me know like, oh, what you said was actually true, you could do all that. I know majority of y'all, y'all don't move like that. Y'all just get your money and pretend you don't know me. It's cool. It is what it is. Go do what you need to do. As long as I'm helping you feed your family, that's all I care about. All right. So so content. Let's talk about solution-based content first. So solution-based content is low-key dangerous because people people are going to think like they could just do what you said in the video and that's like the end result. So there it's important too to give people like quick wins, big wins, something very simple. If you if you do like a 60-second TikTok, YouTube short, whatever, you're talking about this is how you remove Experian hard inquiries. You talk about it in 60 seconds, you know, you call them, fraud department, all that. It's gone in 24 to 72 hours. That's cool. But it's only so much that you could say in 60 seconds to where it's dangerous. This is why if you're creating solution-based content, remember, if you're doing solution-based content, you're giving them a quick solution to their problem, whatever it is, deleting this, deleting that, increasing your score this, increasing your score that, getting funding this, getting funding that. I recommend if you're creating solution-based content, do high level, do it from a high level. Do it from a high level for quick wins. This is why we have call to actions. This is why if you look at my content, it'll be like comment this for this. Because I'm letting you know, I'm giving you a quick win to basically upgrade your self-esteem, make you confident. But then, okay, now comment this and come tap into, you know, more information. Because you got to understand when you're creating content, you have a responsibility not to like mess these people up. That's why if you're doing solution-based content, if it's like a 60-second video. So we're talking about short-form content, essentially. If it's like a 60-second video, 30-second video, give high-level information to where they can go and execute something and get a win, and then they can come for more. It's a Costco sample. They're getting a sample. Okay, now I want to buy the whole thing. Now I have this call to action. This is how you delete this. Comment this for, you know, my ebook. Comment this for my course. The ebook has more information. It has more catered information. The course has more information. Working with you has more information. Solution-based content is dangerous, but you got to execute it correctly. Give high-level information, but enough to where they could go execute something and get a, get a small win. Once they get that small win, Comment this, right? That's why you have a call to action in the first place.
all these platforms you're borrowing, you're it's like you're you're renting. So this is why you want to take them somewhere else. This is why you have a call to action. Call to action could be simply, oh, go go comment YouTube to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Your YouTube channel has 15-minute videos explaining these stuff, uh, hour-long videos explaining these stuff, right? So you want to use the short-form content as like a commercial to go into the longer-form content, the course, the ebook, etc. It's a journey that they're going on. You got to pique their interest, though. Peaking their interest is giving them that small win. When you're creating content, it's not for you. It's for them. People are selfish. You listening to this, you're selfish. You're listening to this because you're listening of how to upgrade your own life. You don't care about Michael. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to have that mindset when you're creating your content. All right, that's solution-based content. Let's get into awareness-based content. Awareness-based content is dangerous too. Let me, let me explain why. Awareness-based content is dangerous because you're talking about the solutions when your audience doesn't even know what the symptoms are. Let me repeat myself. Pay close attention. Awareness-based content is dangerous because you're talking about the solutions when your audience doesn't even know what the symptoms are. Think about like a doctor. Right? Let's say you go to the doctor and they're just talking about, okay, you got to take this medication for this medication. You don't even know the symptoms of whatever you're going through. You don't know the you don't know the the cost of what it's going to be to have these symptoms. Right? They could I mean, we know about cancer and stuff like that, but they could say like, okay, take this medication for what you're dealing with, but they're not even telling you the symptoms and what that could cause. Oh, if you don't if you don't take this solution, it could lead to these symptoms to where you're not going to have kids next year or something like that, you know? Just just as an example. So I need y'all to understand that awareness-based content. Most people, when they create awareness-based content, they're talking about the solutions, not the symptoms. You need to speak on the symptoms of their issues so that they know that they need a solution. Speak on the symptoms of their issues so they know they need a solution. Let me give you an example. So, an example that we do as far as marketing our I'll give you a couple. So let's talk about marketing mentorship, right? So we have a retire your nine to five mentorship. We help credit repair business owners scale past the five to ten K a month mark. If we're talking about the solutions, we would just say, come and get in the mentorship, and that's it. But we go to the extent of letting you know the symptoms of not having it. So we let you know based off of, so so we we might have like ads here and there. So I, I can't get into the complexities of everything that we do, but just in a nutshell, an example of marketing that we would do is we'll say, if you're a credit repair business owner at five to 10K a month, five to 10K a month or less, you're going to continue being there if you continue not knowing what you don't know. You're going to continue being there if you don't identify What's going on that's going to mess you up? You're going to go back to that nine to five that you don't love. So these are the symptoms of what can happen. You're going to continue working that nine to five for the rest of your life. Imagine having to work a nine to five for the rest of your life just because you didn't get the solution needed. So now they know that it's it's symptoms. The symptom is I could work my nine to five forever. The symptom is 
I'm going to continue not knowing what I don't know. So I have to invest in some solution, even though I don't know what the solution is. So now I know I need a solution. Okay, now we have this mentorship program. This is a solution. But you have to talk about the solution. I mean, you have to talk about the symptoms. So that's for people that are credit repair business owners, aspiring credit repair business owners that may come to us. Let me speak about the most common thing. Those of y'all that maybe you're just starting, you want to get clients and things like that. So when we talk about the symptoms, when we're marketing for done for your credit repair, you're going to continue paying the highest rates in the world if you don't get your credit in order. Credit takes time, so you want to start literally today. It could take upwards of six months to a year. We're not just saying, oh, come fix your credit, and that's that. You want to speak about the symptoms, the the cost of what it's going to be to continue having that bad credit. You're going to continue not being able to put your family in a good situation. You're going to continue not being able to get approved for a house, you know, that kind of thing. And there's nuances to this because part of this goes into play when you're actually speaking to the, the potential client and you kind of figure out what their goals are. But when you're actually creating the content, these are general things you can speak on. Basically, when you're creating content, just speak about what you want to attract. That's 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 really what it is. If you know that you want to work with people to help them get their first home, speak about the symptoms. By having this bad credit, you're going to continue not being able to be positioned to be able to get the house of you, house that you want. You're going to be working on nine to five forever. You're going to continue not being able to be happy. You're going to continue being stressed out. Having negative stuff on your credit can stress somebody out. Stress can lead to panic attacks. Panic attacks can lead to you dying. So you, you just kind of think about how it could be layered. Like these are real, this, these are real things happening. So really think about how you could uh, structure that. And hopefully that helps. So that's, that's the piece I'll say on awareness-based content. You want to focus more on the symptoms versus the solution. Don't just tell people, we have done for you credit repair services. You're going you're to get some people like that. But you're going to make more money when you speak about the symptoms of what's going on. Make them know that they need a solution. Some people don't know that they need a solution. A lot of people know they have bad credit, but they don't have a sense of urgency with it. What's a sense of urgency? You do realize, like, you don't just fix your credit in one month. It could take six months to a year, so you might as well start today. Get the process going. You want to you wanna not need your credit when you need your credit. You want to be prepared to already have your credit fixed before you even need it. So that's speaking about the symptom again. All right, last thing. We're going to talk about objection-based content. I spoke about this before, so we don't need to say too much on it. But objection-based content is probably the most powerful out of the three because you're literally changing somebody's mindset. If you don't know what objection-based content is, you're basically speaking to all the excuses that you get on your calls. So if you do a certain number of calls, let's say you started your credit repair business, you've been doing it for a little bit, I'm pretty sure you're hearing common things. One of the most common things, which I'll use as an example, is that's too much or I don't have the money, you know, that kind of thing. Because you got to understand that credit repair clients are typically people that are financially irresponsible. So you got to think like if they got those collections and negative stuff on their credit. Yeah, there's exceptions where, you know, maybe they weren't financially irresponsible, but more than likely they were financially irresponsible. More than likely they're going to continue being financially irresponsible. So if somebody comes to you with that, they're like, oh, I don't have the money, that kind of thing. What you want to do in your content, 
literally, literally speaks. You can literally attract the type of clients that you want. This is, these are stuff that I teach my mentees, right? This is why my mentees are, you know, able to get that back as far as getting new clients. That's only one stream of income. Keep that in mind. So anyways, <laughs> so when you're doing your objection-based content and you hear that thing about like, oh, I don't have the money, price, all that. What you want to do when you're recording your content you want to be like, you want to literally speak to them. You want to be like, yeah, I know you might be thinking, you know, it costs too much or I don't have the money, etc. But I encourage you not to think about the price, but focus on the cost. And when I say don't focus on the price, focus on the cost of how much it's going to cost you to continue being in a situation you're in. How much is it going to cost you to continue paying 30% higher rates. How much is it going to cost you to continue not being in the house you want to live? How much is it going to cost you to continue not driving the dream car that you want to drive? So just speak about that in your content. When you speak about that in your content, you're going to see you're going to start attracting those people that you're actually looking to work with. And when you execute it correctly, you're going to see that a lot of your sales calls are going to translate over to enrollment calls. And when I say that, I mean like when they hop on the call with your people, they're going to be more willing to be able to invest with you because they, they've already seen your content. You've already nurtured them. This is why you want to nurture in your content. A lot of people speak about nurturing, like nurturing through emails and stuff like that, which is cool. And I encourage it. We do it too. But the thing is, we're nurturing through our content as well. So objection-based content is perfect for nurturing. It's perfect for changing someone's mindset. A lot of times, most people, they just don't believe that they could do something. So if you can make someone believe that they could do something, you're literally going to change their life. Literally, this episode alone, I already know, this episode alone is going to attract some of y'all to join my mentorship program. Just because I know that y'all are getting good information out of what I'm saying. So when you lead with value, people are going to be attracted to you. We've seen this time and time again. It's no science. It's just psychologically, this is just how things work. So when you when y'all understand these three types of different content, let me just go over it again. So when you understand solution based content, you understand the pros and cons to it. When you understand awareness based content, you understand uh, the pros and cons. When you understand objection based content, you understand the pros and cons to it. You're going to make more in your business than what you're making right now. I'm telling y'all that right now. Y'all can come back and report to me. Let me know how it goes. Uh, but if not, you know, I'm, I'm just glad I was able to help you impact your family. With that being said, y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the Cap Podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you did, make sure you share it with somebody. Let us know on social media that you're listening to the podcast. And if you haven't gotten the Consumer Law for Geniuses FCRA Edition ebook, you sleep on yourself. So go ahead and text the word FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. You can get it for only $10 versus $97. Y'all have a blessed one.